I'm Scott. This is Gavin. And I'm Craig. This is going to be great. Pointless podcast bollocks. Why don't you just try and enjoy yourself? I don't fucking know what number episode this is. Calm down. Tell you what, you two are both fucked in the head. Right, let's get some features done. What's not Scott? Mess all signs, grind my gears, drag Loki. Can't we just talk instead of stupid features? Calm down. <laughs> I'm not keen on dogs with tails. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm sick of him and I'm sick of you. Chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> Jeez, I'm scared to say anything now in case I sound like another Jim Henson creation. Talking bollocks again, are we, Scott? I had a goldfish called Pete for 23 years. It wasn't the same fish, you just bought a new one every time it died. I know, that's what I mean. Welcome to Major's Mess Hall. Right, go on, switch that off, come on. So here we are, episode 40, boys, and uh, Scott Powers, if you don't know that by now, and along with me is uh, Gavin and Craig, and uh, today's guest, we got uh, a lass all the way from Ireland. Her name's Cherie McGee, but uh, yeah, we had a good talk with her, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed just like us, because we always try to like search out like people that we find interesting and uh, people that listeners may find interesting as well. Yeah, I noticed that you're the only one who you introduce yourself with a surname, but me and Craig just get Gavin and Craig, but you get Scott Powers the full hit. You want me to do? You want me to do it again? No, fuck man. it, forget it. Because I, I actually <laughs> thought about that when I uh, when I said it. Basically, he just thinks he's better than us, so he gives himself a no, surname. No, he does. He just thinks he has a cool name. It's not. I know. <laughs> which is a, it's a made-up one anyway. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So before we play, we have recorded the interview, so that's like a pre-record. We will we will include it on this episode. Just want to have a little quick recap of what we've all been up to. So, Scott, you want to kick it off? Uh, work, uh, as always, is like we always do, and uh, waiting for this podcast and uh, waiting for my trip, getting ready for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. What one's that next week? Next, next Friday, the thirty yep. first. Are you asking me or are you telling me? Sound like you were asking me? No, no. Uh, it's kind of a little bit in between. Yeah. So <laughs> I yeah. Have to look at the schedule. It's going to be good. Uh, Scott's coming down with his uh, friend JR, who's like, uh, kind of like helps out with the mess hall. He's like, he's going to be our like unofficial cameraman basically for when uh, we do the pub crawl and stuff, which is also coming up in Chicago. So yeah, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have some fun. It's only coming down for a few days. Obviously, Craig, he's not going to be here, but uh, yeah, it'll be good. I'll be at the end of June. Yeah, Craig's coming over at the end of June, and then we're flying over to Chicago to see Scott. And uh, yeah, we got some got some people, quite a few people wanting to come down for that now as well. So more than more than I would have thought. Yeah, at the moment, I mean, the t- time will tell. I mean, last time when we done the pub crawl in Halifax, like everybody that said they were coming came basically, yeah. and there was like thirteen of us, wasn't there, or something, or something yeah, like that. It was fun. So hopefully, even, we'll get more though, than that this time. Even though Michelle and Steve. Uh, split on us but you know hey <laughs> but they they came down I'm just giving you shit Michelle if you're listening so <laughs> we do appreciate it that's why Craig didn't you know? shake Steve's hand because he left early <laughs> I didn't want to bring that back up <laughs> go on Craig go on. I, just, I, just, I just generally just didn't think <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even see him put his hand out he did mate He was. it, it was out I for a while I no I'm saying it was out for a while and then he, re- oh. he he basically he thought abort and he just aborted and took a sand back. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, do you know any good places to take us on this pop crawl? Oh man, I've been. Uh, if you want to see like different like bars and restaurants and all that, I, I told Gavin about a website on Yahoo.com or I'm sorry, YouTube, 
And uh, if you look up like Chicago Best, and you could put in bars or pizza or nachos, and it'll give you like videos, you know, from a TV show called Chicago's Best. It's basically it's like man versus food kind of thing, or like um, you know, like that guy Ferrari thing where he drives around. If like what is it called? They're diners. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that, but it's it's literally based in Chicago, and, and one of the hosts is an English guy, and uh, I think the other woman's American. But they just literally go around different bars and and uh, restaurants and stuff in Chicago, and the food looks incredible. And like I said, Craig, if you watch it and you want to like go to a certain bar, let me know, and and you know we can go there. Like Gavin said, he wanted to get a piece of deep dish Chicago pizza, and I meant that's what Chicago deep dish. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's whatever you guys want, man. You know, like food wise, and I could kind of map things out. And honestly, we're going to be walking like thirteen miles, man. Like easily, you know, seeing different things. And and now Gavin wanted to do something else now, which was going to the Chicago Field Museum to go see uh, what, what the the only. It's the only intact. Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton in the world. It's the only one. It's fully intact. It's got all the bones and everything. Not the skin, but it's got all it's got all the bones. I just want to go and see that because it's like I've seen photographs of it and it's literally in the middle of this giant room. It looks like like the scene in Jurassic Park. It's stood there, you know, at the end with the fucking dinosaurs in the middle of the Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah. in the middle of the floor and it's the banner comes down. It looks like that. It's in the middle of the floor with its mouth open. And it's a real skeleton, and it's fully intact, and I want to go and see it. It looks amazing. And, and it's, it's called Sue. Her name, yeah, Sue. Not Sue Johansson, just Sue. <laughs> Why do we got to bring up Sue Johansson? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a sour uh, memory for me, man. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to publish my steak uh, phone call. <laughs> you, you know how many people have asked me now, like, uh, do you really do that with steak? <laughs> but man I, i'm really you know I, I say i but karen and i are really looking forward to you guys coming here man and just want you guys to have fun oh no doubt we will no doubt we'll have fun it's, it's gonna be great and same for you when you come down i mean i know you've been before but um you've got we've got some stuff planned we're gonna go and see mary and hopefully we're gonna see lee mcginnis as well while you're down um just need to set that up and uh, yeah, it's we're gonna have a laugh. It, it'll be fun. Good times, man. And, and then to top that off, we, we failed to mention because I did it on Facebook and I got quickly uh, reminded between me going there and you guys coming here. You got Baby Lee coming like shortly, man. Look, at him, he's trying to make up for it. Basically, what he did was I put a status <laughs> up on Facebook. Like saying, like you know, it's a lot, a lot of stuff to look forward to, and then I said, starting with uh, Scott coming here, that's like the first thing that's to, good to look forward to, and then Scott was just like, yeah. Then she, then after that, Chicago, and my wife Dina just jumps in and goes, no, Scott, then the baby, then Chicago, because our baby is due like in like three weeks, and uh, yeah, Scott was just like, oh, so now he's trying to like redeem himself now by like mentioning it. <laughs> We're not naming the baby after you. I don't want you to name a baby after me, man. <laughs> if it comes out, so, it, it, I'll tell you what, I'll name the baby after you if it comes out going, like us, share us, follow us, we'll fucking be there. <laughs> and, and wearing an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know, I, I really, I'm looking forward to coming there, man. It's just I hate that freaking plane ride. Yeah, well, me no. and Craig will be doing that soon enough. Because it's not a plane, it's a jet. <laughs> and it, it, they actually uh, cook pizza on it and all that. Uh, yeah, so Craig, what have you been up to? Work. Work, and I went to the zoo on Saturday. Did you? What did you see at the zoo? Yeah. Uh, not much, because it was, it, was, it was starting to rain like an hour, we were, uh, an hour after we got there. So, uh uh, not the chimpanzees, giraffes. Yeah, fucking giraffes. <laughs> yeah. The fucking That's giraffe, man. <laughs> if, if anybody's like literally like not noticed what we're talking about, there's a giraffe on 
the internet and it's like this Facebook live thing of this giraffe that's like been pregnant for like fucking four years and like I, I don't know part of me thinks it's a fucking hoax because it's just stupid and everyone's obsessed with it it's a fucking giraffe there's no one ever seen a giraffe give birth before literally when it comes out it just comes out and hits the fucking floor like a big pile of twigs and then like it's supposed to stand up within the first 20 minutes if it doesn't stand up in the first 20 minutes it's just, you basically there's something to worry about so it's supposed to stand up and then that's it stands up it's fucking taller than me and that's it done what the fucking people are waiting for Facebook live lags anyway so you're not gonna fucking see it come out one minute she'll be pregnant and the next minute it'll be fucking walking around in circles well it's like last night JR's dad thought it would be funny to put the computer on the TV and put it on that giraffe channel all night long you know <laughs> so I, I try not to watch it you know but the damn thing every time it moves you're like hope it fucking has the baby hope it has the baby well, it's just fucking stupid. People just do me head in. Like, it's a giraffe. It's pregnant. So what? Like, let's let's move on. Yeah, I'm sure there's like uh, other giraffes in the world that are spitting out. I don't know what you call their babies, man. But uh, let's just watch them because I'm sure it's happening already. I reckon it's calf. I'm just gonna put it out there. I reckon it's called a calf. But that would okay. mean the females called a cow and the male and the males called a bull. But don't know if that sounds right with giraffes. But I reckon it's called a calf. Should we just look it up now quickly just to educate some people? How many times are you going to burp, Craig? I'm going to burp twice. More than that. Twice? <laughs> you don't even know you're doing it no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called a calf. It's called a calf, Craig. Is it? Yeah, you don't care. No. <laughs> Craig, if you were bo- there's a good question for you, Craig. If you were born five years ago, how old would you be? Five years ago. Yeah. Um, twenty-eight. If you were born five years ago, you'd be twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. It's not worth. It's not worth it, Scott. Just keep going, mate. Just keep going. <laughs> Again, you know, we we hope you enjoy this listening to the show and uh, give us feedback. Like us, share us, <laughs> <laughs> follow us, dude. You're getting a lot of uh, like good things, man, about impersonating me, doing my voice. I know people seem to be a fan of my impression of Scott, which, to be honest, I think is crap. To be honest, it's not that good. It's just a, a like a, a vague American accent with a little bit of a askiness. That's all it is. And Craig's is the opposite. It's like camp. <laughs> I can't even do his voice. You did. You did. You do. You did it. Yeah, that's just like that's just like just stupidly taking the piss. Oh, great! <laughs> just... like, I can't even do. I can't even do it normal. Like Lakers followers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that Liam Neeson on the damn. Uh... <laughs> yours. Yours was more like him. Lakers. <laughs> Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we, we appreciate your reviews. You know, people have been giving them to us, and and uh, only one said they like us, but I hate our theme song. So, But at least they gave us a review, right? No, they actually said we had sexy voices. Yeah, that. But, but, our, theme, but uh, our theme song was shit. Oh, they didn't say shit, but they basically said they didn't like the theme song, but our sexy voices made up for it. Craig, what do you make of that? I don't know. Just... I don't know. And that was from a person called Skink Weasel. Yeah. Craig, what have you got to say to Skink Weasel? Well, first off, is it male or female? I hope female. I'm going to say female, <laughs> but I'm not sure, I'll be honest. Look, it's not the, the, the name there doesn't really sound... I don't know, female-ish. I, I hope it's not a guy saying that we got sexy voices. Well, then it just doesn't, doesn't have a picture or anything? I'd no, still, it I'd, just shows a name. I'd still be happy with that, you know. Also, Change I got, the subject. Uh, I, I talked to Michael, who runs uh, Weeby Geeks, and he said for February, you know, because we're on their network also, for February, we got 12 listens. <laughs> 12. 12 and then when I, I was I was on uh, 
and that doesn't count towards SoundCloud. That's cool. And then for this month so far, we got 160. Man, I'm happy with that number, honestly. That's that's really good. So, so uh, how does so, so you have to talk? Do you have to ask him how many, or can you can can you? I don't do the website. You see, Scott's the one that uploads to Weeby Geeks. So, do you, you have you to gotta, ask him more? You got to actually ask him, and he showed me. You know, I mean, because he has access, of course, to his server. You know, and it keeps records of everything. You know, like everybody's podcast that's on there. And I mean, it, it was like doing my head and man watching all the different screens and he's just zipping through everything and and great guy man just great guy works at disney world and uh he's like the sound and head sound engineer which i think is pretty cool yeah that's awesome and i i told him that you want to dress up in mickey donald's or goofy's outfit and he said he's got some stories to tell that you wouldn't want to do that no more so really? i told him he should come on i told him he should uh come on the podcast one time man you very quickly mentioned, just in case people are like, what the fuck does Gavin want to do that for? Basically, I was on another podcast quite recently, um, a smorgasbord. We've had Pete DeGaskill on with us before, a couple of episodes ago. And, uh, yeah, I just mentioned that when I was a kid, I, I wanted to dress up as one of the Disney characters. That was like a dream job. And I said I, I'd quite like to do that now as well. I think it'd be fun. Just because you get to be in Disney. But uh, apparently, we'll have to get Michael on to uh, tell us these stories. And and he said he likes us, even though his shows don't have, like, the swearing in it and all that. He sees that we're uh, growing, and he, he said that just keep going because we're, we're doing good things, you know, and we're doing good things on the Armed Forces Radio Network, and, you know, it's harder to get the numbers for that because, you know, messaging uh the, the program director, Kaz, and he's a busy guy. So, but I heard we're doing quite well on that too. Yeah, and even to be honest, on SoundCloud as well, like there's there's been an increase in the numbers, so that that's good. And then obviously, like Twitter's just we've got over four thousand followers on there, and I still can't believe that. But um, I'm I'm putting that down to being on Weeby Geeks and the Armed Forces Radio Network, to be honest. But you know what? I'd, anyone who follows us is uh, is welcome, and uh, we always follow back as well. If we don't. Let us know, and we'll we'll make sure we follow back. So, because uh, it's my turn to talk about what I've been up to, really not that much to be honest. Um, I'll just talk about what I've done today, apart from go to work. Uh, so today, after work, we went for it was a really nice day, uh, very warm. So for this time of year, we just took a drive down the road to uh, a place called the uh, Salt Marsh Trail, which, to be honest, I'd heard of, but we'd never really been, and. Jesus Christ, I didn't realise we were that close to the fucking ocean, man. Like, it, amazing. Like, we just literally drove down the fucking street like five minutes and then on, on the on the right-hand side, you've got uh, the, the literally the lot, the spot where they had the uh, the fake trailer park for the trailer park boys seasons five, six, and seven, but it's all been flattened. So it's on, it's a hill, so I don't know what's over the hill. I'm assuming that it's still, it's still like the asphalt and stuff, the tarmac. Uh, and you know for the roads of the trailer park is still there i've absolutely no idea but i'd like to investigate and just see what is left of it but um yeah anyway that's on the right hand side and then on the left is the salt marsh trail and it's incredible i sent craig some videos before because obviously me and craig are going to do that and uh just amazing like just it's so close to the ocean you just it's like a little trail and you just walk around you go over these little bridges that just literally go through the ocean it's amazing really nice i'd, I'd actually like to go there when it's pitch black. I know that sounds a bit weird, but just to go right the way down, it's so far down, like you walk like uh, like two miles down and then it's literally just like a bridge in the middle of the of the ocean and there's nothing around you. So there's no lights or anything. So I'd just love to go there and just look up the fucking stars, man. It would be amazing. You'd have to use a flashlight to get you down there. but And you guys don't even have to worry about snakes because you guys don't have any poisonous snakes, so... Not poison you know snakes, that? no, but uh, there's, coy there's coyotes. Now, actually, you know what? i got to read this to you. There's a sign there. This, this fucking freaked me out, man. There's a sign there that just kind of warns you about coyotes because there's a lot of coyotes around where we are. Um, and the sign says... I'm just bringing it up now on my phone. So it says, uh, Be coyote smart. Hike safely. Hike with friends. Use a walking stick. And carry a noisemaker. 
So those that's like the first thing. And then it says, don't feed animals. Coyotes with access to human food or garbage lose their fear of people. And then it says, <clears throat> this is the fucking bit that really got me. If a coyote approaches you, these are the things it says, back away slowly, don't run. And then it says, <laughs> oh, honestly, it gets worse, man. Then it says, act big, wave your arms or walking stick to scare it away. Then it says, make noise, shout, use your noisemaker, throw stones. Then the last one, this is for fucking, the hairs on my arms went up when I read this. It says, fight back. If a coyote attacks, use whatever is available to defend yourself. That fucking, like, that really, like, freaked me out. And I read that on the way back. You know that we got a lot of coyotes in the area, and, I mean, you see them every now and then. They look like big dogs. Oh, yeah, it's like a fucking wolf, isn't it? It's just a bit smaller than a wolf. Yeah, and, and they don't. They don't really travel in packs, so if you're thinking, oh, it's just one, no, that one's going to get you, man, especially if it's out looking for food. Yeah. Well, Craig. So, so when you and me fucking go, so we just fucking arm ourselves with shit. <laughs> take swords and stuff. Take, take the lightsabers because they'll give us light. I've got two replica yeah. lightsabers from Star Wars. We'll just take them. You can be Darth Vader, I'll be fucking Anakin. We'll just take them, make sure we take extra batteries, it's quite far down, and just fucking... Yeah, I actually do think we should take them. But anyway, yeah. So, to be honest, it doesn't really worry me because I don't really think it would... There is... There was an attack not too long ago, and it was actually two. There was two coyotes that attacked a, a girl and did kill her um, in Nova Scotia. Um, and it was like three years ago, I think. So it does happen. I've... I remember when I used to walk through the woods and all that. Sometimes, man, I'd carry baseball bats. I'd look like uh, like Casey Jones on, on the Turtles. Yeah. It's not a bad idea to do that anyway in this day and age. But, um, yeah, you just just take a stick, Craig, and uh, and there's, there's rocks everywhere. Like, there's big rocks, so you just pick one of them up and launch it at it. It's not going to come at you. I think we'd be all right. And then if you gotta hurt it, don't feel bad because it ain't feeling. No, bad you're when defending it's yourself, you. aren't you? It's different. If you, it's a wild yeah. animal, you, you've got to defend yourself. Right. So I think it's time to have a, to listen to our interview with the lovely Cherie McGee. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like SpongeBob. <laughs> You're ready. So I'm uh, ready. <laughs> so how you been? How's how's everything? Yeah, everything's good. It's it's just going the same as always. Um, it's quite rainy here. I don't know what the weather's like over there with you guys, but here it is constantly raining and cold. So you have to just suck it up and enjoy yourself anyway <laughs> yeah it's the same it's the same as here it's like at the moment it's freezing cold really cold it's not really raining much but it's snowing every now and then no big major yeah. storms at the moment but uh, it's just so cold and because i'm not from here i'm not used to it even though i've been here for three years <laughs> still can't get used yeah. to it and then here it's cold and uh sunny so yeah but you guys have a summer we don't dig we don't have a summer like we are like the walking sunblock of the world. <laughs> There's no sun. Yeah, the, the UK it, is like, the same as well. You get like two weeks, and that's it. Two weeks of sunshine in the yeah, UK, yeah, and that's then right. it's Do done. You, it's like yeah, we get it. We get all the like the reprobate weather, the one that comes at the end <laughs> of all yeah. the other countries. You're serious about that? That you guys don't get much. No, like, two two warm. weeks. Two weeks. That's it. Yeah, we get two weeks summer. It's and you know what? If you get it you will get people taking off their tops and going looking for barbecues because it's like 10 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. Like, yeah. <laughs> man, I, I, when we were doing research and, you know, like looking up things on you, man, you've achieved a lot in your age. I mean, you're still a youngin', you know, yeah. but, but I mean, you're, you're a motivational uh, author, a business author, uh, yeah. a, a trauma coach. Uh-huh. 
uh, healing past trauma and stress management. Yeah. I mean, jeez, yeah. that's that's, <laughs> and then you like, uh, what is it? You co-write books too, or is that just? Yeah, no, I write my own books. Um, I used to ghostwrite books for other people, but then when they got like you know popular you kind of felt like sucky because it was like oh, that's mine and you couldn't say so it was like yeah. I thought you know just do my own and then if people like it at least you know that that's part you know that you're adding value yourself as opposed to adding value for other people and you know not really getting that long-term sort of achievement from it if that's the way to put it yeah it's the same with like with it's me same. like I do session singing like every now and then and it's the same thing it's like you do it and you get paid but then if it goes anywhere, yeah. it's like you don't get the credit for it then. Like you don't really get yeah, the credit. Yeah, exactly. And, and you yeah. know, credit's not everything, but it's kind of nice just for yourself. You know, you're getting somewhere, like, in your own life. So I think, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, I'd like to say that, like, I'm in the field of self-improvement. But, you know, I hate that word because I think it gives the wrong message. Like, if you're telling yourself, I really need to improve myself, or, you know, that's the first criticism. You're automatically programming yourself to believe there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And that was the problem in the first place, you know, that, that you're not happy with who you are right now. And that's but, what causes bad behavior. So it's like, you know, the best way to sort of deal with that is to, you know, people mostly, that's why I don't really believe in counseling, because it talks about the problems over and over. That's why I prefer coaching. Because if you're going to try and change the behavior, you know, you first have to change the thoughts and the beliefs that you're holding about yourself. Before, and then automatically, like magic, it just, you sort of improve naturally. And it's not forced. You know, it's not like you go to a counselor and go, listen, I am a big colossal ass and I need to change. It's more a case of you focus on all the things that are great about you and you will bring those out. And all of the bad behaviors kind of disappear in the light of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So that's kind of what I do. That's what I do. I try and teach people how to release those blocks of how they feel those deep beliefs they have about themselves because if you don't change that then all your behaviors when you're changing them it's fake like you don't you know you have to really feel it inside otherwise it doesn't work <laughs> well i don't like to to say that i have a lot of faults but if you ask these two they'll tell you i have plenty yeah you of do them. definitely <laughs> they remind me they remind me every day it's rough. Well, yeah, but you don't even you don't even try and fix your faults, though, Scott. Like you know, like you you've got grey hair and you dye your hair, which is fine. But then you let it go grey again before you dye it again. Just keep dyeing it. Don't let the grey come through. That's you know, <laughs> That's simple. Really good advice, Chris. It is, isn't it? You can have that for your next book. <laughs> Do you want my job? <laughs> she's take she's taking notes. Yeah, I was. I literally got the pens out there. It was like that is gold. <laughs> that is gold. And then with the author, with the authoring and all that, you also do the life after project, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I was watching a video that you were on talking to somebody, and and I couldn't believe one of the one of the statistics that was on the bottom of the screen, man, saying suicide rates have gone up sixty percent in the last forty five years. Yeah, but, it's it's crazy, you know. But I think it's because people are starting to become more consciously aware of what they're what they can do and because they're not there they it's really depressing <laughs> it is, it's really depressing to want to do things that sort of society doesn't really allow for and there's a lot of um i suppose there's a lot of negativity from that um people just feel trapped and they feel like you know i don't know what it's like over there with you guys but i know in britain in general and in ireland we've got this sort of humility where we we don't ever say anything good about ourselves and we we make sure that all our problems are really minimal and we don't tell anybody you know so it's kind of like when you get to that point where you're like oh god that's you know this is too much you've nobody to turn to because everyone thinks you're doing really well <laughs> yeah it's all coming you know, up you, yeah you don't want to tell anybody because it's it's a pride thing it's like you don't want to tell people that you feel like shit that's not that's not what you want people to think about you. Because <laughs> so that's really hard. Because then once you admit that you feel like crap, is that that's when you've you've everyone knows, and then you've got to do something about it. Then yeah. Well, the point of wanting to actually you know end your life is because you feel crap. So telling people and making yourself feel more crap is really not it's not going to be the path you want to go down mm. if you're already feeling rubbish. You know, but I suppose the life after project teaches people that. You know, it's okay to feel crap. It is actually okay. You know, everybody feels it. It's not a secret. So just, you know, embrace it and get your feelings out there. And you'll, you don't know. You never know what will happen. You know, you might end up thinking differently. So, uh, what was that? What, Craig? 
That's how I used to feel like that, didn't I? After I left school, remember? Yeah, Craig went through a time in his life where he was like, like a, a de- big, depressed. massive, downer, depressed mood yeah. for, for months. He wouldn't. He wouldn't come out the well, house. Like we used to go around because we were only kids. We used to go around to his house and try and get him to come out, and he wouldn't. He just wouldn't come out. He just poke his head around the door. Yeah, I just peek my head around the door. <laughs> How do you know he just didn't want to come out with you guys? Do you? <laughs> yeah, well, I think that actually was probably the main yeah, reason, to be honest. Cry depression because he's like, no, I can't hang out with them. They're bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't interested in anything. You know, life. I wasn't interested in girls. Wasn't interested in making friends. Just. What like when you left school? What what yeah. do you think? The what do you think was the the turning point? Why did what caused that? Um, well, I did have friends when I left school, but they all kind of like moved on, made other friends, and I was like yeah. left on my own, and then suddenly ended up being an adult. Yeah, which was horrible. And I just didn't I just didn't leave the house at all. You know, yeah. I just, I, looked, I just looked terrible. Oh God. Do you know, it's funny, like, I think that when people move on, because it's so unknown and it's not where you're comfortable, like, see, when you push out of your comfort zone, I think initially you always get depressed first until you realize, you know what, I don't have to be this way. I can think of something else. But I think you need the contrast to know that there's something better. Do you know, I think all of the diners serve us. I really do. I think that everything that life gives you is a way to go, you know what, I don't like that. I don't want that. And it helps you to move towards what you do want. So it's kind of useful, if you will. But, Craig, have you gotten better since? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was really confusing. I'm still a miserable bastard now and again. uh, (laughs) Usually when we're doing this podcast. I've changed a lot. This is Ricky from the Sunnyvale Trailer Park. You're listening to Major's Mess Hall. It's St. Patrick's Day here. It's uh, do you guys celebrate it or what way does oh it work? Oh my god, it's so big in it's so big in Canada. Like it's massive. Really? I'm, yeah. I'm not expecting that. It's it's ridiculous. Like they, they don't even know what to celebrate, and they've no idea. It's just a case of <laughs> this is a reason to wear green and get drunk. Drink. Yeah, that's drink, what it is. drink, drink, drink. And then in Chicago, they they get like all this green food coloring, and they dye the Chicago River green. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like everybody's like walking around drinking, getting drunk, and and I mean, if you're a taxi cab driver, man, you're making a lot of money today. You know, driving people around, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a huge thing here too. I mean, everybody's find a reason to celebrate it, and they don't even have no Irish in them or anything. And <laughs> but they, they don't. Dogs, uncles, friends, cousin might be Irish though. <laughs> yeah, I then, mean, everybody's walking around wearing green, and and here, yeah. if if you don't wear green, then people pinch the hell out of your arms, or or <laughs> you know, so you look like a heroin addict walking around with all these bruises <laughs> on your arms, and, and it's just oh. you know, like I walked through this grocery store today, and everybody's got little plastic leprechaun hats on and all that and I'm like Jesus Christ yeah that's kind of cute though right I mean I I actually live quite close to where uh, St. Patrick is buried I'm about 10 minutes away well at least where his grave is anyway wow really that's yeah yeah so didn't he he, he, he rid Ireland of all the snakes didn't he that's what he did yeah apparently so so there's no snakes in Ireland now because of him you see that that explains why there's no snakes because well, I've always looked for them and they're not here. Did he do <laughs> he it while? Did he do it while he was drinking? I mean, where's the drinking come involved in this? I, you know, I don't know. I just think like during the potato famine, we must have been just super hungry and been like, let's just get drunk. Like that'll that'll <laughs> fix everything because there's nothing else to do. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but yeah, I haven't seen a snake here, so if he was alive today. He would be the most awesome snake <laughs> hoarder of all time. He, he was the Steve Irwin of his day, wasn't he, really? Yeah. Crikey. He was the, <laughs> the snake version. <laughs> <laughs> so I was reading up on you and all that, and you, you started a, a telecommunications product in your country. Is that right? Yeah, it was, oh, it was years ago. I, um, I must have been 18, and I was working basically over here 
British Telecom has all of the, you know, phone lines. So it's like nobody could ever change their prices or have an option. It was just like, look, BT owns it. So whatever they do with their prices is fine. And then once they lost the monopoly, all of these other companies, all these little mini companies started coming in and saying, you know what, I think I can do it cheaper and it's the same service. So I took one of those on and at the time it was called Talk Talk and that hadn't been launched here before. And uh, yeah, so I I basically did all of the sales for that and well in my section anyway and launched it here in this country and then people had a better option. But, you know, I don't know how it is now, but that was... I mean, that was years ago, so... And, and you yeah. actually received awards for it, though. Yeah, it was... It was What did I win? It was, like, sales... Like, achievement in sales and team leadership, I think it was. <laughs> that's awesome, cheesy. though. To, at 18, that's really good. Yeah, it's... I, I, do you know, it's funny how your path seems to just unfold from what you're good at. You know, it's kind of like... <clears throat> I was in sales and I didn't enjoy them, but I was good at them. I was good at sales, but I didn't actually physically enjoy selling to people. It was it's kind of embarrassing, like going to people and giving their pitch and all that stuff. So like I realized then, okay, I'm good at motivating people. So why not take that to another level as you, as you grow and, um, you know, move it into something that's actually more meaningful and more personal to people like coaching or, you know, motivate them to do stuff in their own life as opposed to doing it for some big company, you know? Yeah. And and, and you yeah. got sent to the Hammersmith Apollo to get these awards. And, yeah. and And they are for outstanding sales and then for uh, excellence in leadership. <laughs> That's it. Just just That's to cool. remind you, just because yeah. I'm sure you got a lot of other awards <laughs> time, too. Uh, Craig, yeah, Craig, uh, Craig actually got an award once. He got an award for almost doing a full week in school. Basically, wow. I think I think the wow. I think the only made the award the award up for him actually because he was like he just never went to school but one day he nearly did a full week once I think he did Monday yeah, to yeah. Thursday. Do you know, it's funny you say that because at school I was like a complete nerd like I was a straight A student like I was getting the highest in everything in the country and everything in these all these subjects but I genuinely like if you ask my friends they were like you were never there you didn't come to school i don't know how that happened but it was like nobody nobody really thought that i was ever there i i, I don't know i don't remember i don't remember not going but apparently i wasn't there as much as they were so maybe they were just more in love with school i don't know <laughs> i think maybe, i always had some, right. some issue <laughs> that it was more important than school do you know i have a daughter and uh, she actually literally does not like school at all when she leaves school, she's like, hooray, I'm out of jail. <laughs> That's what I was like the whole time. I hated yeah. it. hated school. Probably the reason why I just didn't end up not having any friends is probably because I just think of school. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I tried to make friends with you, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to know, though. See where that, see where that got. <laughs> well, you didn't mean to try and make friends with me. You just decided to make fun of my giant shoes that I had. I had, like, these really Yeah, but big... remember, in maths, I, I end up always having to sit next to you. Yeah, because no one your else. Giant was. shoes. Yeah, I had like these. <laughs> I had like these big, like <laughs> Frankenstein boots. Frankenstein boots. Come on. Where they were like, you had like thick soles. They were just. They were just big. What size were they? Uh, like eleven or something. I can't Whoa. <laughs> so anyway, our friendship started out as bullying, and then went on from there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now I pick on him instead. Now. Craig's like our Carl Pilkington. He, he's like quiet. You know he's there, but you never know what he's going to say. Yeah, I actually love Carl Pilkington. I love him. He's just so grumpy. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Well, that, that's, that's Craig. That's Craig. That's, <laughs> every now and then he comes he's out with joke. something, and it's just it, it's usually bollocks, but he just, he'll come out with something funny, and it's like, and he doesn't even mean it to be funny. That's the best thing. He just says it. You know, I like that because I, I just talk nonsense all the time. And uh, it's, he just doesn't speak unless there's a meaning. And so you always listen to what he has to say because it's like, what's he going to say now? It has to have a point. <laughs> exactly. Actually, Craig, I've got a question for you, mate. Oh, jeez. I want to know what you would do here now. Okay. So now I know you're a big Superman fan, so you ready? I want you to think about this and answer it honestly, okay? Okay. You could either go back in time and stop Hitler being born or you could become... Superman. 
a real life Ooh. Superman with oh, all the, with all the, with all the powers and everything. <laughs> you could be Superman. You could do everything Superman does. You could fly and do lasers and shit and all that stuff he does. What would you do? Well, why the fuck would I go back in time? But Craig, oh, remember, sake, remember, remember, remember what happened in the Superman movie when Lois Lane got killed? He flew back in time, so you could take the Superman and do the Hitler thing. Yeah, I don't believe he would do that though. I think he'd be too lazy to do that. I just think he'd think, no. "Yeah, it's done now." No, if I could, if can't I can't be a lazy like, Superman. That just doesn't became, work. If I had those powers and all that shit, then I'll, I'll, I'll be different. I'll, I'll fucking get out there and. You could fly, and you still would. The, la- the laziness and the miserableness, whatever, <laughs> will go. So why can't it just? Why do you need to be Superman for it to go? Why do, Why do you have to have these superpowers to just smile? So what would you do? Would you stop Hitler being born or would you be Superman? Be Superman. Fucking hell. See what, <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> At least forget all the, forget the, the, the Holocaust the and all that. Just yeah, yeah don't, don't worry about that. Just new slate, yeah. clean slate. Yeah. Jesus You're not going to make Miss World. Like that's, that's out. <laughs> it's not happening. Unbelievable. Maybe we'd get another <laughs> Anne Frank book if you would have went and saved her. Hmm. True. Yeah. He probably doesn't know who Anne Frank is, to be fair. <laughs> that's not that's not me picking on him a gen you don't know who she is, do you, Craig? No. No. Do you do you seriously not know? No. He didn't go Next to school. Month. He actually didn't go this is the thing though, he didn't go to school. He used to stay at home and watch keeping up appearances on BBC two. What's going on? This is Bubble from Trailer Park Boys, and you're listening to Majors Basketball. <laughs> so I've got these. I've got these ten questions. Have you ever seen the TV show Inside the Actor Studio? I have never seen that. Okay, well never. that's that's kind of good because he asks. He always asks these same ten questions, and and I've actually asked them before to Craig and Scott when we very first started this podcast, and the answers they gave were just ridiculous but I figured I'd ask you the questions because I think you probably give some really insightful answers okay okay so the first question is what is your favorite word if you have to pick my one word, word yeah your favorite word of like of all time what's your favorite word my favorite word of all time um my favorite word of all time is probably immensely, immensely. <laughs> I like the word immense or colossal, anything that exaggerates the word to make it worse than it is, yeah. <laughs> makes it funny. <laughs> no, that, make, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. Craig, yeah. what did you say last time for yours? Uh, mine was cunt. Oh, you have to, <laughs> yeah. have to get that one in there, didn't you? My what? fault. I asked the question. You better apologise, Craig. <laughs> you could have. You could have said mine was the c word. I was thinking that, but uh, you just yeah. thought you'd just go full force and I'll just say it anyway. It. Yeah. <laughs> we got a, we got a we got a new guest on the show and yeah she's probably never coming on now because uh, again because because you just dropped the c bomb <laughs> you just dropped the c bomb it's my fault for yeah. asking a question um, okay you so asked it, you, asked it you knew he was going to say that didn't you didn't you <laughs> no actually I, I, it was funny because when I asked the question what was your what did you say Craig I was like oh god he's, he's picked the swear word and I was thinking dick or something like that I didn't expect the c word to come out. <laughs> Shocking. Got got to apologize, uh, Sherry. It's okay. Freedom Freedom of Speech Act is going to cover that. It's fine. Okay. So, what what is your least favorite word? This is the next question. The least favorite word. Wow. Um. Probably that word. The word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just wrong. Because if you can call that, that is not a good thing. <laughs> if someone calls you the C word, then you know you're not doing very well. <laughs> So yeah, that's my word. <laughs> okay. Question three. Yeah, question three. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Do you know it sounds cheesy, but I just I really love making people come alive. Like when you see people who arrive for like a coaching session or for the the trauma stuff, you see them like these little shells of people that have give up. And after a couple of weeks, like when you see them really in their own power, oh, that is that's the best feeling ever because you caused that, you know, you helped that along. Like it, it may have been something that happened within them, but you were kind of like the catalyst, and that's really an awesome feeling. It's yeah. like an awesome to think that you've 
you've changed something, you know, for the, for the good. So I suppose that's... You've helped them overcome obstacles that they yeah. probably, you know, by themselves didn't know how to cross, but you turn around and help them. Yeah. Yeah, I can only it's imagine how like... amazing that is, actually thinking about it now, just to actually see somebody come, come through onto the other side and like you see that they're happy and they're better. Like, I can only imagine yeah. how amazing that must be. I started going to a personal trainer like a couple of months ago. Like I've never thought that I would ever do that. But it turns out it actually works because when there's someone there, like you already could do it if you wanted to. But the problem is you don't want to. <laughs> so if you've got someone who will literally take you through the steps, you, you get better. So it's like, yeah, it must work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question is what, what turns you off? Um... I don't like really critical people. I don't like people who have an opinion about everything and, you know, make even the most innocent things seem like they're the worst things ever because that's kind of how, like, people get depressed because of judgment, I think. Sounds, yeah. like, one everybody was just... Sounds like one of our hosts. Yeah. Just, no, but no, you know what? <laughs> Not in that way. It's kind of like more... Sometimes some people could be a bit more easygoing. Kind of like, you know, I suppose, like... I do a lot of spiritual stuff and a lot of, you know, self-improvement, if you will, with that word, um, stuff. And people then assume, you know, I can't have a laugh or I can't watch Trailer Park Boys or, you know, I can't listen to curse words or I can't, you know, because it's like, oh, you're more evolved than that. You must overcome. You know, I just think people need to just stop taking life so seriously. And people who really do and have like an opinion about how everything should be are very limited and it's kind of sad, I think, that if people just were opened up and just appreciated humor of all levels, then, you know, life would be just easier. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's my thing. So I'm not going to ask Craig this question because I already know the answer. But what's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite curse word? Your favorite swear word? If you had to pick one, I'm guessing you probably don't swear too often. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <From Ireland. laughs> um. Let me think. What's my favorite swear word? It's a deep question. It is a deep question, isn't it? It's like Andy's Virgil. <laughs> it's a tough one for Let me because there's so there's so many to choose from. I watched that show. What do you call it? It's totally slipped my mind. It was a, It's a Marvel. It's a Marvel film. And okay. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Deadpool. 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 Okay. Pretty much everything he's ever said, including dick tits, is my favorite thing ever because it's hilarious. <laughs> no other re There's no reason for it. There's no word that has any meaning to it. It's just a hilarious combination of bad words. <laughs> so anything from there will do. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm just looking at these questions now and I'm, I'm remembering what Craig's answers were. And when I asked Craig what turned him on, he completely misread the question and said... What did you I say, guess. Craig? <laughs> yeah, it was like women a massage off a woman or something. I don't know. It was it was really weird. I'm just I'm just looking back, remembering now how he misread it. Wow. If you if you guys can hear water pouring, it's because I'm in the basement and the, the the pipes are above my head and somebody's obviously running the sink or something. He's so, still going to the toilet while he's doing this I podcast. Just, it's yeah, so that's fun. what I mean. I didn't want him to think I was in the middle of having a pee because I'm not. It's just freaking. Like I can't hold it. I can't hold it. It's <laughs> I'll just pretend it's the water upstairs. <laughs> okay, next question. What sound or noise do you love? Right. Um... <laughs> Random questions, but these are the ones that are written down. What sound do I love the most? Uh... Do you know what? This is going to sound super creepy, but my favorite sound is like, do you ever see music boxes? Like the ones that go ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I don't know. That I don't know why. I don't know if it's something from childhood, but I love that sound. I love the sound of musical boxes being like playing out. There's just something really comforting about it as well, because it's like it yeah. reminds you back to your childhood and then it's just a, they're used to send little babies to sleep. So. It, it is really, yeah. I, I agree with you. It's a really, that's a nice sound. And it's, it's, kind of it's also, it's, it's amazing how they work. I don't know if you've ever seen the inside of one of those things, but it's, it's yeah, always like little spines yeah. and this little thing like just knocks the spines and, and each one is tuned to a certain tone. And that, it, it yeah. they're amazing little things. Um, I can't remember what favorites. he said to that. I can't remember what he said to that. And he say something like, what was your favorite noise, Craig? <laughs> You're asking him over a year ago, man. I know. I'm just trying to think what he said. It was just something that all the answers he gave were just like he's missed the point of the question. 
basically he, take, he took the salt plot. <laughs> she completely missed it. Uh, I think okay. he said rain. Yeah, didn't he say well, rain? He said that rain, that's what he said. It's something like rain hitting his window when he's asleep. Right. Yeah, yeah. So why would you hear it if you were asleep, you moron? Calm down, that's over a year ago. <laughs> Maybe he's that, dreaming about rain. That's what that. he said. That's what he said. He, he said, I mean when I'm dreaming. And it's like, what well, say that then? See, I, I get you. <laughs> I get he wakes you. up in a wet bed. <laughs> 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 Saucy stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, the next question is, what is your what is the sound or noise that you hate? That I hate. Oh, do you know what I hate? I hate you know, forks that go on plates and people like want to get the last morsel of their meal. That's what Craig <laughs> does. They, they That's what like, Craig does. And you're like, why? Why is there a need? There's no reason for you to want that. Like, Craig does so this thing, small. right? I'm, this I'm is like what. I make sure I get everything off the plate. He does, and he goes like this. He goes, "This is the noise he makes." He goes, <laughs> just he taps it, and it's like, "What are you doing? Wow. What the hell are you doing?" That sounds like Morse code. It really, it really does. Maybe he's saying help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh... I that screeching noise. It is. It makes my teeth funny. It makes my teeth go funny. Yeah, it's not a nice <laughs> sound, is it? You've obviously noticed, but when I'm eating, I like <laughs> I move everything to one side and make sure everything's all separate. Yeah, it's really weird. He moves the food around his plate like a dung beetle moving shit around. I don't know what he what he's doing, but he just he'll like he'll make up a little pile and then he'll eat that pile and then he'll make another pile and he'll eat that pile. <laughs> and if he's eating anything that involves like if he's eating anything like um, gammon and eggs, he will eat around the yolk of the egg. So there's a perfectly round piece of gammon underneath the yolk of the egg. So all the white of the egg's gone, he's eating that. And all the rest of the gammon's gone. There's just one little circle underneath the, the yolk. And then he scoops that up and throws it all in one go. He loves it. That's really like food weird. art. I like that. Yeah, That's it's like really strange. Just a nice mixture of the meat and the, and the yolk in your mouth. Yeah, do you know he knows what he wants? That's all it is. He does, and he won't be told. <laughs> like I'll, I'll be sitting there watching him shaking my head, and he'll just—he knows I'm watching him. He just ignores me and does it anyway. Like he'll just carry on eating it. <laughs> he has a little I think smile. he does it because he knows. He knows you don't like it. He does, and then when he's finished, <laughs> like he, he goes. It's really weirdly so that he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he does, and then he finishes, and he goes, "Yep," <sighs> as if to say, "Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you." You do every don't. time. Right, next question. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? If you could attempt profession. any other profession, what would you do? Do you know what? I'd love to be an archaeologist. Cool <laughs> I wasn't job. expecting that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just love I love finding stuff out and I love like uncovering things from the past. I don't know. I think if it was maybe less boring, you know, like if you didn't have the like brush where you sat there for 15 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but the idea of it sounds awesome. <laughs> the idea of uncovering things that, you know, were hidden like that. It does look really cool, especially when you're watching like Jurassic Park or something to make it look really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What profession would you not like to do? I couldn't be a jail warden, like a prison warden. Oh, that would yeah, be a rough God, job. Yeah, that would be horrible. That would suck ass. That would be the worst thing yeah. ever. Especially because... jailbreak and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, initially, like, everybody is going to hate you regardless because you're the guy that's keeping them in. So you're never going to have, like, a proper conversation with somebody who, where they really love and value you. Like, they'd be like, you know, they're not going to go, hey, I'm so happy to see you ever, <laughs> ever. <Yeah. laughs> so that's why. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, yeah, that would be a tough job to do. Hats yeah. off to anyone that does it, but yeah, that would be really difficult. Um, the final question is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'd like him to say, you know what, Cherie, you've done all right. <laughs> that would do. <laughs> you've done okay. That would be enough. Or like the, real, the I mean, crazy yeah. side of me would say, he's going to say like, by the way, in here is like an eternal spa where like life is total bliss and yeah, well done. And that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And for Craig, it'd be something like, you can be Superman now, Craig. <laughs> and for me, he would say, wrong gate. 
Wrong gate, yeah. Kirk would be like, I, it's not hot enough up here. What's going on? <laughs> There's more fun down the other side. They said they're having a barbecue. I want to go there. <laughs> Hey, what the fuck's going on? This is Julian. You're listening to Majors Mass Hall. Yeah! Well, let's talk about your book. Uh, God, fucking... How Millionaires Do Reality. Yeah. I saved you there, Scott. No, thanks, because I meant I got like all these little cheat sheets and... (laughs) See, I like to do my homework on it. <laughs> hey, I'm just keeping it real. So, uh, t- tell us about the book. Um, basically, I called it "How Millionaires Do Reality" because, you know, it's funny. I hated the name at first because I thought it was really cheesy, but I actually stole it from my uncle's saying. I mean, he said, basically, like if someone said to him, "Okay, um, what do you want to do?" and he'd say, "Oh, I want to be a rock star," they would say that's so unrealistic, that's crap, that's never going to happen. And he would say, I'm really sorry, but that's not how I do reality. And he always achieved it, you know. And when I did my research on, like, the most effective, happy, rich, prolific people, I discovered that they felt the exact same way. You know, that they did reality differently. They didn't buy into what was possible. And so when I was – it was around the time I think I released it when – you know, the millionaire next door and think and grow rich. And they were all like bestsellers at the time. And I thought like I read them all and I thought, yeah, these are awesome. But, you know, it was brain fry because there was so much information of all these things you had to do, these strategies, these process models. And I thought, what if, what if I just kept reading because I'm a nerd anyway and I love reading and just find the common denominator of all of these things. So basically what they were all saying so what worked for every prolific person in the world? And that's how the book came about. It was I, I condensed it into seven sort of principles or understandings about life where, um, you know, you were able to be successful at whatever you wanted to do and what got them there. And whether they knew it or not, those were the things because they were all saying them. They were all saying the same things. And when I kept condensing, kept condensing, kept condensing, that's what happened. I got... In the end, I got seven things that were absolutely what everybody believed got them there. So that that was my thing. I thought, save everybody from reading like a thousand books uh, and, uh, you know, just make it sort of sharp. And That must have took a long time to research. Not really. I mean, I read pretty fast and I read a lot. So it wasn't too bad, you know, and I had my own experiences as well. So I sort of combined them all and... You know, it ended up, yeah, sort of a relatively good book of advice on how to be successful and whatever. And have you had have you had good feedback from the book? Like, from have you had people come to you and say your books really helped me? And you know, they've I actually things? have. <laughs> I don't mean to sound surprised at that, but it was like it was my first book, and so I thought if it does well, yay! And if it doesn't, well, I tried. So I didn't think it was going to be awesome, but. Yeah, I got some awesome, like some serious reviews. I mean, I got reviews from people who actually were millionaires and they were like, yeah, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> so wow. the conversation alone was awesome. Um, I got some some really, really good feedback and some people saying, you know, yeah, you've, you've nailed it. Like, So I was like, yay, <laughs> that's good. That's a good start. That's really good. Wow. I'm so actually it... bringing out the second edition um, now, uh, next week, because obviously it's been a couple of years since I released that book, and I've grown since then, and I just wanted to add to it. So, uh, yeah, so it's coming back out. So, what, <laughs> so is it a re-release, or like like with added stuff, or is it a completely new book? No, it's the same book, but I've just added to it with the sort of journey that I've been on in the last five years. You know, there's there's never one way to success. There's lots of ways. And I think that in the last while, I've learned some new ways that are actually even more effective. So as society grows, I've grown. And um, I think that that's manifested in the book. So, yeah, I wanted to add that because I think that if a book's old and it stagnates, you know, it's not moving with the times. So I just stamped it. (sighs) So where will this book be be available? (laughs) 
<laughs> funny enough, I've put it on my site. It's howmillionairesdoreality.com, so it's not too hard to find. Um, That's awesome. Well, we'll link the description. We'll link the, uh, the the link in the description for the podcast when we post it. So, oh, thanks, guys. You, you know, and I also want to say, uh, man, you've achieved so much in your young age. You know, awards and in like uh, authors, you know, books and helping people and all that and. Yeah, I just want to say we we need more people like this, like you in the world, you know, and that you can somebody can go to you because a lot of people don't know where to turn to, you know, and and they end up giving up in life, you know. But I just want to say thank you from one person to another. Oh, thank you so much. I really yeah, thanks, appreciate that. Thanks for coming on with us as well, because like you know, we're we're morons. You know, like I'm really sarcastic. <laughs> Craig doesn't give a fuck, and Scott's American, so it's it is a tough oh, audience to uh, to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, working for the people because we're on the Armed Forces Radio Network. Uh, you know, so a lot of military. Uh, we got a lot of new listeners and uh, new followers and all that. So people that are actually listening to this show, where can they find you at or learn more about you? Well, do you know, you caught me at the worst time because all of my sites are being revamped. Like they're all down at the minute trying to get sort of some new, like they were looking pretty old. So I just got them back down. But by next week, obviously you'll find me on Um problemdar.com howmillionairesdoreality.com and there'll be a couple of other things after that as well so so, so for the listeners give give it a give it a little bit then go check those sites out follow, yeah. follow her because she is an incredible person and she's pretty inspirational so uh, again Thank we appreciate we appreciate you being on and i hope we weren't too uh too bad for you yeah, no, do you know something? Not at all. I, I think that you guys are awesome because do you know what you're doing? Like you help people in the same way that I do in the sense that you guys be yourself. And you know what? That is the best lesson ever because that's that's all anybody ever really wants to do. They just want to be themselves and they want to be allowed to be themselves. So when you're just you and you give a shit, that's, that is the best type of person. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you saying that. So Craig, yeah. before, before she goes, you, you just want to apologize to her for dropping the C-bomb? <laughs> wake yeah, up craig yeah. no can you do it and like can you actually do it and mean it instead of just going yeah i apologize like say i'm really sorry sherry can you say i'm really sorry sherry don't spell it out that's, that's she, not better she knows how to spell it yeah that's not better <laughs> that's not better that doesn't help go on craig take this opportunity now to give a heartfelt apology well let him do it I apologise for saying the C word. <laughs> he couldn't that's sound any more aggressive, that's, could no, he? That's the best. That is the best she's getting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I will be happy with that. That's that's, that's the most we're getting out of him. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, so, Sherry. Thanks very much for coming on. It means it means a lot to us that you took the time to talk to us. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here. And uh, if you right. do make it out to Nova Scotia, let me know, and we'll uh, we'll go for we'll meet up, go for a coffee or something. No, absolutely, because uh, my sister's moved out there, as I told you earlier. So I will be there a lot. You'll get sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever come to the Chicago area, stay, cl stay clear of where Scott lives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am geographically retarded. So, I mean, I am going to San Diego in July. Where is Chicago from there? <laughs> far far like enough away that you'll be completely safe. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Chicago, Chicago's like in the middle. Of, yeah. of the states, you know, towards the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you'll be far away from us. Oh, okay. So you've had an invite from me, an invite from Scott Cray. Do you want to invite Cherry round? To Birkenhead. <laughs> what? <laughs> to Birkenhead, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. The best, the best you get. Best place you probably go to Liverpool. That's probably about it. <laughs> I've been in Liverpool. I've been there. Well, don't well, go across the water because it's a dump. I really loved it. It was the best night I'd ever. <laughs> All right, okay, so... we won't take up any more of your time. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, well, thank guys. You. Thank you. Bye. All right, so, talk to you Bye. soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 
Major's Mess Hall. This is Jim Leahy. Randy, come over here. We're talking to Major's Mess Hall. You're listening to the Major's Mess Hall podcast. So there was uh, the interview there with Shereen McGee. And uh, Craig, why did you fucking say cunt? Because it just, just came out. I wasn't going to. Wasn't, wasn't going to. But I thought, oh, whatever. <laughs> do you understand though, where we're coming from? If you don't, be honest. You say, I don't know why you're making a big deal. Like, be honest. Like, what, do you understand? Or... Well, I know that the word isn't nice for girls to hear, but... But you said it anyway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And she was okay about it. Well, she kind of wasn't. I mean, she was, but <laughs> she she did she was a little bit shocked because we were, you know, we were talking about, you know, what her favorite word was and you know, and she used a very sophisticated word and then you come out with that. It was it was yeah. a little bit unexpected. <laughs> Bollocks again. And also like we always say, you know, when we're wrapping things up or whatever, but you know, if, if you like, like us, share us, can... follow us, share. follow oh, us. We're gonna fucking be there. I'm in. Uh... Oh my god! But <laughs> no, I mean, if you want to wear our merchandise and all that, because there are several people that have, and uh, if you want to make Wes feel good and buy his first shirt, because he, he, he hasn't sold any yet. <laughs> I think he almost did sell one because I noticed that Shelby, another friend of ours that does the South Canada Calling podcast, she actually asked them for the link. So she may have purchased one or she was thinking about it. So he may just what? sell one. But he's got to sell three in order to be dick. And that's yeah. that's another thing as well, just while we're on the subject. Our next episode is our Easter special. It's coming up. We've got Dick Johnson and Wes. Right now, that's, they're supposed to be joining us. God knows if they actually will, but they've both said they are. So... If you've got questions for them, let us know what your questions are and we'll put those questions to those guys. And the both of them at this stage right now are saying that they're both coming to the uh, Chicago pub crawl at the end of June slash the uh, 1st of July. So hopefully they'll make it. They're both saying they are. I don't know whether I believe them yet, to be honest, but we'll, uh, we'll prod them a little bit more when they come on and we'll see what they say. Man, you know what, man? Just the, you know... Come to the pub crawl if you're you're like in the area or or whatever. You know, I mean we, we really enjoy meeting all you guys. You know, I mean I find it humbling that people drive hours or even fly in just to come hang out with us. That's crazy. Right, so listen, it's time to fucking wrap it up. But before we wrap it up, Craig, I'm just gonna give you one more opportunity with that question, mate, because you said twenty eight and you were wrong. So I'll ask you again, mate. How old would you be if you were born five years ago? It's 28. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck's sakes. Craig. No, don't tell him the answer. He's got to work this one out for himself. I know he can. I know it's there. It's actually there. On the t- it's on the tip of his tongue. How old- uh, Let's listen to the question. How old would you be if you were born five years ago? Oh, um... 27? <sighs> Okay. I'm just saying that I need to go for a piss. One track mind. <laughs> All right then. Well, you enjoy your piss. Yeah, well. <laughs> you guys have a good one and uh listen to us on any kind of uh SoundCloud. Just wrap it up. Yeah, fuck it. Just listen to us. We're everywhere. Follow us, like us, share.